Wow. Hello, everyone. Dr. Ron here, and the doctor is in the house. Welcome to these great times and getting better. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude because grateful people, people are happier, they're less depressed or less stressed, and they are more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. And you know, again, uh, we've been seeing things in the paper about the happy hormone. Well, gratitude has me many beneficial effects, and some of them are measurable, including the effects on the mood neurotransmitters, serotonin, norepinephrine, dopamine, inflammatory cytokines, immune function, blood pressure, blood sugar, testosterone, that sex hormone, oxytocin, that social bonding hormone, and cortisol, the stress hormone. So I do welcome you today uh, with an attitude of gratitude and hope you're all doing well. Hope that you are, have been taking the advice of myself and other podcasters and turning off the television and stop being hypnotized uh, by the mess information uh, given out to you and little nudges to get you to think that uh, the Fauci's of the world know everything and that if they, unless they say it's science, it does not exist. Because there is no longer any doubt that the scientific information provided by the so-called experts is no longer is, is not true and the real experts are being suppressed in order to protect this false covid and so-called vaccine narrative i've been calling them the medical bureaucrats unelected officials who have never treated a person in their lives we were told that the vaccine quote unquote because it's not a vaccine, provides a high level of protection. That was a blatant lie. Because we know it's indisputable that 75% of what was labeled new cases were breakthrough cases. The Delta variants among the fully vaccinated. And we also know that the vaccine adverse reaction databases show that there have been deaths and illnesses associated with these shots. And then the unvaccinated are called a public health threat, forgetting that the so-called vaccinated people can shed pathogens just as COVID patients, uh, patients shed pathogens from the virus. So the evidence is, is clear and getting clearer that this COVID shot is a lose-lose game. The only ones that, met, that uh, benefited were the tens of millions of, of uh, dollars made from the, the so-called shot.
And you got to remember, this is an experimental shot. It's an experiment conducted on entire populations. If the concerns of some of the real experts are, are true, this vaccine shot will kill more people than COVID. Let that sink in. And the real scandal, well, you know, when you're sick, you need treatment. And medical professionals know pretty darn well that the best hope for dealing with this COVID is a combination of zinc, vitamin D, and ivermectin, and hydroxychloroquine. But what's happening to the physicians? They are not being allowed to treat these medicines with uh, can clear up COVID in the early days of the infection or not allowed to be used and were demonized even to the point of false studies being published by so-called credible, credible medical journals. That had to be retracted, but you never see the retractions. Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, who saved thousands of people when he wasn't allowed to use ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, he did his research and found out that quercetin could be used instead. You need a gun and a bullet. The gun is the quercetin, the ivermectin, the hydroxychloroquine, the bullet is the zinc. You need the quercetin, et cetera, to get into the, to let the zinc get into the cell and the, and the zinc is what destroys the virus. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. So Dr. Zelenko says the vaccines are poison. They destroy your innate immune system and have no health benefit. And we'll talk a little bit about Israel, the most vaccinated country in the world, and see if, if he is right or not. And Dr. Zelenko said that this COVID-19 is a man-made weapon. So just facts that, I, that you should know because you're not seeing them in the press is that One America is a national life insurance company in Indianapolis. They're reporting that working people aged 18 to 64 are dying at a rate of 40% higher than pre-pandemic rates. And if you remember, we were talking about this before the vaccines, that the death rates were no higher than the prior year, 2020. 2019, 2021, it was only after the so-called gene therapy that they renamed a vaccine came into play, that now we're seeing higher death rates and also an uptick in disability claims. 
Initially, a rise in short-term disability claims, but now most of the claims are for long-term disabilities. And hospitalizations in Indiana are also higher than before COVID shots were rolled out. And in fact, the highest they've been in five years. The Insurance Regulatory and Development Authority of India also reports a 41% rise in death claims in 2021. COVID-19 deaths were significantly lower in 2021 than in 2020. So COVID-19 can be ruled out as a cause for this historical rise in excess deaths and disabilities. So what's the most probable cause? The experimental COVID jabs. Physicians caved to the politicians, to phony Fauci. who has been called a mass murderer. And we're, did, we're not allowed to treat COVID patients early on with ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and vitamin D3. The only thing you're allowed to do is have the patients stay at home until they couldn't breathe anymore. And then go take them to the hospital where then they were given hydroxychloroquine, which they knew would not work. It only works in the first five days. The earlier, the better. Ivermectin had a better shot at working at that point, but they were not using it. And what were they given? Well, some people call it remdesivir. Others call it remdesivir. And Horowitz has an article today on this. And he states the U.S. spent $1 billion on failed remdesivir, cash that could have helped save lives. This drug was, is so toxic to the kidneys that it was pulled from an Ebola trial. Now we got billions of dollars and more reasons to keep, to pull it right now. Harwood says there's no doctor in the hospital who will look you in the eye and tell you that remdesivir works. Yet, despite its risk of causing organ failure, our government has refused to suspend its status as a standard of care, much less take it off the market. And that's over a year and a half after it was approved and clearly netted no positive results. Think about that. Remdesivir. You know, when 90 some percent, I think over 95% of COVID patients who were put on ventilators died because they were put on ventilators and give him remdesivir. 
course, the hospitals didn't complain because they were making an average of $100,000 per COVID patient that died. Pharmaceutical lobbyists, I'm sure they owned the stocks that they were lobbying for. They did okay. I mean, it, it just goes on and on and on. The billions of dollars that have been siphoned off for drug companies since the beginning of this China virus pandemic. While all along, cheap, safe, repurposed drugs, which have been around for decades with safety profiles, were rejected. Why? Now they want to take this show on the road. They want to use it in outpatients. And guess what? Intravenously. And guess what? Oh, well, you're going to be surprised by this. The FDA approved it for pediatric use. Intravenously. The death drug. So why? What about the oral treatments that have been around for years? And the new uh, oral drugs from Pfizer, Paxlovid, and Merck. Uh, have lots of side effects, including uh, cancer warnings. Including cancer warnings. But those drugs would have been a lot better than the remdesivir, the billions of dollars spent on that uh, death drug and the billions spent on the gene-altering shots. We should have used the cheap, repurposed drugs, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll never have an answer unless we have the Nuremberg trials that everybody's calling for. Because these are experimental. There's no long-term studies. There's no real studies in children. Dr. Dushi from the British Medical Journal has been asking for a transparency and getting none. Why do you think that is? Why do they? Do you think they want to take 55 years to to give give the uh, whistle the uh, Freedom of Information uh, finders all the evidence? There's 35,000 reports of COVID vaccine injuries among the five to 17 year olds from the CDC. How come you don't hear about it? The Department of Defense, I mean, you know, people say, well, the vaccine adverse event reporting system is a, you know, a voluntary reporting system. Well, it takes a long time actually to fill out those forms. It's not as easy as picking up a phone and, and uh, reporting that you've had an injury. But the Department of Defense data, which is more strict, shows a thousand percent increase in diseases from these jabs. A thousand percent increase. 
This came out during the hearings by Senator Ron Johnson, called the second opinion hearings. So even the Department of Defense databases are showing potential side effects surrounding these injections. So we have to follow this attorney, Renz, RVNZ from Ohio. He's really uh, going after the data. So, um, you know, I get so upset that I have to uh, wrap my head in, in duct tape because I, it'll blow off. So we talked a little, we said, we mentioned Israel. Israel's daily COVID-19 cases reached 83,653 on last Wednesday. COVID-19 in Israel, serious cases increased tenfold in the span of a month and continue to rise. A headline in the Jerusalem Post. Israel's positive test rate is a staggering 29.6%. One third of all COVID tests taken by Israelis are positive. Israel happens to be one of the most heavily vaccinated countries in the world. 80% 80% of its adult population have had, had at least two shots, and 55% have had three. So even though this Israeli population is heavily vaccinated and boosted, the country is posting unprecedented case numbers. And it hasn't reduced the incidence of serious cases either. because their hospital admission has reached a record level, which exceeded the pre-vaccine numbers by 200%. Remember how we were told how effective these uh, shots would be? 90%, 94%. Well, I'm sure Israel would like to even have half of that percentage. They wouldn't be as be in as bad shape. So now we get the headline, highly vaccinated Israel has the most COVID-19 cases per capita in the world. And their plight mirrors other highly vaccinated countries. And we were warned, you don't vaccinate your way out of a pandemic by epidemiologists, vaccinologists who were silenced and only you heard the voice of phony Fauci. They warned us that the more you vaccinate against COVID-19, the more COVID-19 you get. And we're not talking about side effects from these improperly uh, tested jabs or the thousands of people who were killed.
So you'll hear things from the political bureaucrats, the fake doctors, the safest vaccine in history. Well, not true. So Israel is even find out in their trial, the world's first, by the way, that they, those that got the fourth dose is not good enough even against the Omicron. So why are we going ahead with them? Are we, are we becoming addicted to vaccinations that don't work? Are we ignoring what the European Union regulators warned us about that frequent COVID-19 booster shots could adversely affect the immune response and may not be feasible? And that repeat booster doses every four months could eventually weaken the immune response and tire out people. And that was according to the European Medicines Agency. So, you know, we have we lost our ability to think and to have a dialogue? When Dr. McCullough goes on the Joe Rogan program, I mean, all the many minds come out, the, the has-been singers they, who have basically sold their, 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 their songs to big corporations who are controlling them. They want Dr. McCullough si- silenced, and Dr. McCullough has said they have not even asked for his documentation and regarding what he said on the Joe Rogan show. We're not having any debate, any dialogue. Don't even believe what I'm saying, you know, check it out. I mean, critical thinking, logical thinking and imagination have been lost during this COVID. But I see a little bit of change. Maybe the tipping point is here because even the New York Times has changed its tune and it has admitted that the unvaccinated are less at risk for this disease than the vaccinated. The New York Times, ladies and gentlemen, has admitted that. Vaccinated individuals carry a much greater viral load in the New York Times. They're changing, they're changing his tune. And what have we been telling you for a year, for two years now, these vaccines aren't really vaccines. They're a therapeutic. They're a gene altering injection. Well, at least a uh, one organization. And guess what? You know, when I, I picked up uh, my news this morning, I even see John Hopkins, who gets a lot of money from the Gates Foundation. I read this. Massive John Hopkins study. Lockdowns, masks, closures did not reduce death. I saw that in World News Daily this morning. Researchers at John Hopkins University can 
conducted a systematic review and meta-analysis of thousands of studies to determine whether or not there is empirical evidence to support the belief that lockdowns reduce COVID-19 mortality. They concluded that such policies are ill-founded and should be rejected. So maybe the tide is changing. Maybe we have reached a tipping point and we realize all the suicides, the drug overdoses, the depressions, the lack of care that are needed by cancer patients, heart patients, etc. that they didn't get it because they were locked down and, and kept in fear with like, like it was a never ending, you know, every time you hear a Fauci on television, you need 14,000 more shots. This isn't going to end till everybody is castrated, whatever. You know, he just, he makes it up on the, on, as he goes along. The, nobody has, is mentioning and spotlighting the unintended consequences. Do you know there's been a sharp increase in malaria deaths? It doesn't affect us much in the United States, but it's a, it's a every country has been affected by this uh, scamdemic. Remember the Great Barrington Declaration that you never heard about, with signed by thousands of. Competent physicians, they argued for protecting the vulnerable while allowing those with little risk to go about their business. They, they estimated that 100 million people were thrown into poverty, poverty and they missed their treatments for cancer and other serious diseases. And that one in four young adults reported to the CDC that they have considered suicide during this pandemic. The lockdowns favored the rich, according to this report, who have one third of the death rate of the poor. So some people are saying that this is a, some kind of genocide and population control. Well, maybe they weren't wrong. Maybe they weren't conspiracy theory, theorists uh, so much. So ladies and gentlemen, out of New Delhi comes more information that ivermectin obliterates 97% of the cases in Delhi. There's a PubMedicine report, PubMed, five-day course of ivermectin for the treatment of COVID-19 may reduce the duration of the illness. Very safe drug. Demonizes a horsewarming pill. It's one of the drugs uh, that are on the essential list of drugs of the uh, WHO. Demonized, forbidden to be used because it works and it's cheap. And there's more information coming out showing that the fully vaccinated are starting to suffer from antibody dependence. They, I mean, they can get sicker because the vaccine is de depleting their Im immunity. And doctors and organizations that have treated 
hundreds of thousands of, of people with high survival rates are being demonized. And they really keep wanting to talk about COVID all the time, but you know, we're reaching a tipping point now. You really cannot let this mass hypnosis get to you. Can't let it get to you. You have to be positive. See what uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida is doing, keeping the state open, very low COVID cases. And there are a lot of people calling for these vaccines to be, to be withdrawn immediately. And that booster should not be given because they've totally been, they've been shown to be ineffective. And the physicians who, who are practicing and who have done the research like Dr. McCullough are just saying that the, their narratives are crumbling and, and they're also saying the vaccine should be pulled from the market. But you know what? You say that, and the billionaires have you pulled off uh, Twitter and Instagram and YouTube saying it's misinformation. What do you think? You think the people giving the misinformation are really the Fauci's of the world? So there are thousands of scientific studies out there uh, that were posted by the Daily Exposé in the UK, proving these experimental injections are a flop. But only uh, Robert F. Kennedy is telling you about the billionaires, adding a billion dollars a day to the 10 top US billionaires. That's how much they added to their fortunes. And how about the average person? How much did he add to his fortune? How did it affect the average person's family? How did it affect the average child not going to school? How did it affect children in general, having to wear a mask, having lower oxygen levels, having the inability to see facial expressions, the inability to go into a schoolyard and play, and the high rate of myocarditis and pericarditis in these children that are getting this uh, experimental jab. Of course, all these athletes that are dropping dead on the field, that's a coincidence. It never happened because of the jab. You believe that? You know, in the old days, they say that we have a bridge to sell you. So I think things are starting to change. I think people are starting to see that the so-called vaccines, and they're not vaccines because they don't prevent nor prevent you from getting it, and they don't prevent you from transmitting it. People are beginning to see that they did. they just don't work. The truth is coming out. The truth is coming out. And I'm happy to see it. And the COVID deaths, I mean, we have to get that squared away too. You know, they've been highly and widely exaggerated. 
you know, if you died in a motorcycle accident, and you tested positive for COVID, you, you were counted as a COVID death. Why? Because the hospital got money if they put that in there. And that COVID didn't have to be while you were in the hospital. If you had a COVID test say, a month before you died, you were a COVID death. So we have to determine how many people died with COVID and how many people died from COVID. And the CDC has said, and then they buried it, only 6% of all the deaths were from COVID. And those individuals had four comorbidities. And that's the thing about comorbidities. Obesity is one of them. And what did the lockdowns do to most people? They put on a little bit more of that bulge. And we don't know about the extra cancer deaths. Some people estimate 50,000. And we know the PCR test was completely unreliable and produced 90% false positives. But we were what we are not sure of is reports that those swabs were collecting DNA and that DNA is, was sent to China so they could produce a better virus that would get into our DNAs quicker than the, the one that was produced in Wuhan. Something to keep your eyes and ears out about, right? So it looks like COVID primarily has killed those that were close to death anyway. That's, that's what they're saying. And I sort of agree with that. And the data see, is uh, supporting that. But everybody is hypnotized because all they watch is the mainstream media news, which all they're reporting is what is given to them by the Fauci's, by the John Hopkins. Well, at least up to today, anyway. So don't get me wrong. COVID is a real lethal risk for the sickest among us whether you have, you have taken the shot or not. It is a real, I don't, I don't go along with Dr. Cowan and, and others who say that it doesn't exist. I, I, it does exist, but only affects and kills those that are sickest and those that are put on ventilators in the death wards of hospitals. There's a report that shows 80% of COVID patients in New York City who were placed on ventilators died. Well, we went over Boyle's Law, you know, pressure and volume are inversely related, but what do they care? They got an extra 100,000. You could look up, uh, and I don't have the article in front of me, but uh, John J-O-N, Rappaport has a uh, blog called No More Fake News, and he details the money that hospitals got from the government for everything that COVID, from a diagnosis to what drugs, if they got admitted, and the, the prices really went up if they went into the intensive care unit and were put on ventilators and died, up to $100,000 per death.
So somebody has to really look into hospital incentives. Okay, in my opinion. And why did they waive patients' rights? Why does Stu Peters have to have a massive campaign to get care for people that are that are stuck in hospitals and just left to die, not given ivermectin or intravenous or anything else? Why are the hospitals holding COVID patients hostage? By the way, if you uh, if you like the the, the uh, app called Telegram, I'm on there as Doc Ron, and you'll see a lot of this. And I post stuff from Dr. McCullough and Malone, and the National Va- Vaccine uh, Institute. I mean, it's all there. It's out in the open, but nobody's paying attention to it. Remember I told you about this attorney, Rents, R-E-N-Z? Well, his team and, and, and his analysts have estimated that more than 800,000 deaths in America's hospitals in COVID-19 and other patients have been caused by approaches restricting fluids, restricting nutrition, restricting antibiotics, restricting effective antivirals, restricting anti-inflammatories, and restricting therapeutic doses of anticoagulants. I mean, this is chilling in the United States of America. The AMA was, is, is taking physicians' licenses away through the local licensing boards if they prescribe ivermectin to cure somebody. A 40-cent drug versus a $3,000 drug. That is it, that the remdesivir is a death sentence. Kills your kidneys. But they're mandating ineffective and dangerous treatments. And the hospitals and the doctors are only to use those approved and, of course, paid for by the government. Some say that, you know, the hospital physicians and hospitals are bounty hunters. You go in with COVID, they see $100,000. I hate to say that because I've been a physician my whole life just about. I remember growing up as my grandparents, uh, immigrants to this country, you know, they always told us, you only go to a hospital to die. It seems like, you know, what comes around, goes around, comes around. I hate to say that. So, boy, did I go in a rampant rage today. I didn't mean to do all that, but you have to know. You have to know the truth. You have to know what's going on out there because you're not getting it. So I guess we're all becoming a little bit serotonin deficient, right? That happy molecule. I think we all could use a little bit more serotonin. So we all could have a a better positive mood. Well, if you turn off the TV, that'll that'll definitely be a be a help. Serotonin affects your whole body. You know, and if you have low serotonin, you have increased risk of heart disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. If you're worrying all the time, 
you have trouble falling asleep, you're a light sleeper, easily awakened, moody, craving sweets and salts, addicted to sugar, alcohol, TV. You may have low serotonin, ladies and gentlemen. Well, some of it could also be dopamine. You know what Dr. Wong says, when your body is completely depleted of dopamine, three days later you die. So another important neurotransmitter. An endorphin. No, I'm not going to get into this. I really just <laughs> wanted to talk about that happy hormone, serotonin. But, you know, we're seeing a lot of low dopamine levels, ladies and gentlemen, because people are having slower movements. And you know what those slower movements lead to? Parkinson-like syndromes. And, and if you're low in dopamine and serotonin, you know, you, you'll, you'll probably be depressed. You'll have those slow movements, lack of drive, and all those cravings. So you turn to sugar and other things, huh? Maybe we should talk about that, and we'll do that next week. We'll talk about serotonin and antidepressants. You know, a, a, a physician friend of mine said, if a person responds to antidepressants, he knows it's a good sign that they have serotonin deficiency. Of course, the more you take those uh, SSRIs, they're called ser selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, uh, the more you run out of uh, serotonin. So it's not the long-term treatment, but I guess it could be used as a test. And to see if you're going to respond to serotonin. You definitely don't want to be on antidepressants a long time, huh? One last thing on serotonin while I'm thinking about it. Serotonin is a precursor to that great hormone melatonin. In fact, melatonin has been used to treat COVID. So if you have a hard time sleeping and you take melatonin and you have a good night, probably you, you're deficient in serotonin. But the long-term solution would be to take serotonin, right? Get to the, get to the cause, get to the cause of it. And there are herbs and, and supplements to take to boost your uh, serotonin, including the, the PEOs that doc, that uh, Brian Peskin on this show has told you about the parent essential oils of omega-3, omega-6 plant essential oils. Well, I hope, uh, hey, Lucifer, how are you? I'm sorry, I don't always look at this page, but thank you for tuning in. And thank you, Tots, uh, for tuning in. So uh, you get the idea. You know, I had a co-host for many years, and I was talking to him before uh, this live podcast today. 
And uh, we share a lot of the same beliefs. And he is starting a webinar on Thursday, February 3rd. And he's going to be talking a little bit more in depth about the nasal swabs and electromagnetic fields and some supplements to get rid of the uh, all the junk they put in vaccines. And he says, he quotes a Louis Brandeis, quote, all the best things in the world worth doing were declared impossible before they were done. And remember, how many times do I have to tell you and tell my neighbors, please turn off your Wi-Fi at night. It's bad enough, you, you, you know, you leave it on during the day, but we have to start taking the electromagnetic radiation field seriously. We don't want to be the Marlboro man of the future. I call him the Nokia man. We don't want to be carrying our cell phones in our pockets on the own med on mode and talking on them for hours. We don't want to forget to turn this Wi-Fi off. Just as a, a history lesson, when this all this first started, this, this uh, Chinese virus, it started in northern Italy. Just, just remember this. The senior citizens in northern Italy were injected with a quadrivalent flu shot, which was never, ever used before. The Chinese company Huawei was installing 5G. They're near the airports of Torino and Milan. And they were old. Why is all this important? Because it seems like there's some kind of nanoparticles or hydrogel in these jabs that millions of people have gotten in their arms. And maybe it was in those flu shots. I mean, this is all conjecture on my part. That exhilarated an inflammatory response in the Italians in that area that caused them to die. So we had the flu shot, a new one. We have the chemtrails. They're the, the junk that comes out of the jets as they fly over you. And remember, jet, a lot of jets use biofuel. So those bio, those fuels made from corn and, uh, and uh, other ingredients could have glyphosate in it. And we know how damaging glyphosate is. So we have the vaccines, the chemtrails, and that missing ingredient, that 5G. A whammy for those Northern Italians. Think about this before we go. How many autopsies have there been? You would think during a pandemic with people dying, you'd really want to see what their insides look like. Very few autopsies, but the ones that have been done have been showing a lot of clotting, a lot of microvascular clotting, so much so that some of the funeral directors say they cannot inject the embalming fluid because it doesn't get through the vessels. Think about that. They have to clean out the blood vessels of a, your deceased 
of a deceased person, a loved one, so they can put embalming fluid in. Think about that. Disgraceful. But again, it's, it's evidence that something is going on. Something is going on that needs to be addressed. Remember Israel, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that Japan has recently placed a myocarditis warning on all COVID vaccines to warn of the dangerous and potential deadly side effects. Remember that there's been 20,000 deaths, hundreds of thousands of hospitalizations, hundreds of thousands of urgent care visits and doctor visits, Bell's palsy, miscarriages, heart attacks, low blood platelets, allergic reactions, shingles. That nobody, nobody, uh, you don't hear that because the news is not the news. The news is not, they're just reading what their bosses put up there for them to read. And is there, is there nanotech in the shots? Well, we have to see, but there's a lot of credible research being done, but we're not hearing a lot about it because uh, some of these researchers are found dead. Okay, so we're gonna keep up with our vitamin D, right? Because those with low vitamin D levels in their blood, if it, it should be up around at least 60 nanograms per, per, per deciliter. The number, just remember with the number. The normal range they say is like 30 to 80. And if it's 30, your doctor may say it's normal. No, it's not normal. You're, you're gonna get sick, you're gonna get COVID. You want it between 50 and 90. Okay, just remember that number, your vitamin D3, D3 level between 50 and 90. You want to take D3 supplements. In the Northern Hemisphere, you want to take eight to 10,000 units a day. You want to take 400 milligrams of magnesium with that. You want to take 200 milligrams of vitamin K2 so that that extra calcium doesn't go into your arteries. Whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, if you're in a large crowd, you want to come home and you want to take 500 milligrams of quercetin along with 100 milligrams of zinc citrate. You want to get that book by Dr. Levy, Rapid Virus Response. You want to get a nebulizer or an air mister and you want to spray your nose and throat because this is a respiratory virus. You want to spray with hydroxy with the hydrogen peroxide. Dr. McCullough would have you do it with the Provadine iodine. That's okay, either one, or mix them both. You wanna eat well, eat as naturally as you can afford. Stay away from the packaged goods. They're there, they're only gonna, they're only gonna kill you. You want to be active and you want to try to have an attitude of gratitude and stay positive. Stay positive, a positive attitude, an attitude of gratitude. Get your meat off the seat. What do I have to say?
The tide is changing and the tide is turning. The tipping point is here. People are starting to see the truth and the Fauci's of the world are going to get what's coming to them. We've done everything they've asked us. Lockdowns, masks, you have it. And where are we? We're no better off than we were two years ago. In fact, we're worse off because we're losing our population of children. Our children are not getting educated. They're not getting book learning and they're not getting street smarts. And Fauci wants to keep jabbing them. What's in this jab beside all the money he's making from it? Are they really trying to put a chip in all of us? You know, I mean, that's conspiracy stuff, I'll admit. But, you know, is it so far-fetched that every one of us have got this shot has some kind of hydrogel in us that can be traced by 5G? Is that why they want to put this 5G out so bad? Never been studied 5G. That's a, that's a subject, right? We know that the airlines rebelled against it because it was interfering with their altimeters. We know that it's a, a military-grade weapon. It, it's used to disperse crowds. There's so much that they are not telling us. So much. So if you want to follow me, follow me on Telegram at Dr. Ron. These shows do get posted on Rumble and BitChute and Verbi, and they're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I guess most every I guess most people carry my podcast called Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. Most carry it except uh, Pandora. iHeartRadio, iTunes Radio, they all carry this podcast. And if you like it, give me a little bit thumbs up or something that that helps keep me motivated to keep going here. I'm in my 80s. I'm enjoying it, but it's it's good to to be stroked a little bit now and then. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. I hope I brought you some information. I did I bring you this information so that you can make intelligent decisions. I don't bring it to you to for you to get depressed or worry about. Things are changing. The tide is changing. We're all going to be fine. Uh, but can you imagine what, what billions of people, if they put their minds in a positive frame and give out that energy every day, how great the world will be if we all had positive vibes? You know, vibes exist, right? You know, you go into a room and you say, oh, geez, I don't feel good around that person or whatever. Vibes are good. They're there. Frequencies are there. We have an aura around us. But if we all could think positively, can you imagine how the world would change? Okay, Dr. Ron going out here and uh, hope to see you next week. And I wish you a great, blessed day. Bye. Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. 
Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house. See you next week.